Hey, I'm Jesse. We're in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 39. A wife is bound as long as her husband is living. But if her husband dies, she is free to be married to anyone she wants, only in the Lord. But if she is happier, if she remains as she is, in my opinion, and I think that I also have the Spirit of God, right? But she is happier, rather, if she remains as she is, in my opinion, and I think that, and I also have the Spirit of God. So we see this framing in verse 25 to the final verse of chapter 7. Paul is framing all this. We're like, look, this is not written by the finger of God on stone tablets carried down from Mount Sinai as a command to all of you. Like he gives us, he gives us as an opinion in verse 25, and then he reminds us as well, this is opinion in verse 40. He has the Spirit of God. He is the author of much of the New Testament. So I trust him in what he says, but he's being very clear to mitigate this so that people don't misconstrue it. You remember in the book of Acts, when the elders in the church of Jerusalem put out this word about, yeah, maybe don't eat red meat. And suddenly it becomes this huge divisive issue because people misconstrue opinion given by people in spiritual authority with like laws written by God. And so Paul is taking great care to frame this properly in verse 25 and verse 40. This is my opinion, okay? A wife is bound as long as her husband is living, but if her husband dies, she is free to be married to anyone she wants, only in the Lord. Now he's speaking clearly under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Here's where his opinion enters, but she is happier if she remains as she is, in my opinion. That's how I think it's his opinion, because he says the words, in my opinion. And I think that I also have the Spirit of God. He's making this rally cry for team single, because Paul is single. And he is consumed night and day, and his whole budget is completely built around building the kingdom of God. He doesn't have to build any kind of kingdom for himself. He doesn't have to have a house with a king-sized bed or even a queen-sized bed. He doesn't have to have any bedrooms for any kids. Okay, he doesn't. His mortgage payment is like nothing. He's even a tent maker. He can like make his own tent for crying out loud. He just he is devoted fully, consumed absolutely. 24-7 until the day he dies with nothing but ministry. And so he's making that plea for those who are gifted and called to singleness. If you could go your whole life, total celibacy, right, and you know that you can walk in holiness, you're not going to fall into the lustful temptation of pornography, which is very prevalent, by the way. At the end of the calendar year, we have events coming up about this for both men and for women. If you can walk in celibacy your whole life and you know that, this is a gift from God. And you've been called to singleness and you can put more hours into ministry than I could. Paul says she is happier, in my opinion, if she remains as she is. So if you're a widow, you're like Anna from the Gospel of Luke. Her husband died, and for decades, she just served in the temple, and she was praising God, fasting and praying, and she knew one day she would get to see Jesus, and she's one of the people who held Jesus. It's pretty incredible. And she's in the Bible forevermore, all right? She's more famous than any other pastor I know, all right? She's incredible because she was a widow and she just devoted her life to serving God and she got to hold eight-day-old baby Jesus. How awesome is that? This is Paul's plea for team singleness. If you're single, we need you. You can do things that married people cannot. If you are not called to singleness and you know it, reach out to us, okay? Reach out to us. I, I've seen that. By the way, here's uh, here's my... Here, here's my, my uh, appeal. If you are a godly single Christian woman and you're looking for a young godly single husband, they're at my church, okay? They're at the Redemption Church, 
All right, we know several dudes who like love Jesus and are looking for brides, but in a city with 15% Christians, like they they have a really small pool to draw from. So I know a bunch of them, all right? You come to my church, if you love Jesus with all your heart and soul and mind and strength, you're filled with the Holy Spirit of God and you're devoted to the word of God, we've got some awesome 20-something and 30-something single Christian men who are looking for their wives. In fact, I lost one of them. He moved off to Tennessee to try to find a wife because there's a higher concentration of Christianity there. So I don't want to lose these missionaries to the field of Seattle. So please, godly single Christian women, come to the Redemption Church, all right? I'll make sure they're dressed up well. <laughs> I promise you, they always smell good. They love Jesus. They work hard, and they're great providers, and they, they love the Lord with all their hearts, all right? So that's my... <laughs> That's my appeal. I've been praying for wives for these single guys at my church, and now uh, I'm I'm speaking it out <laughs> on our podcast. Please, godly single Christian women, come and meet these godly single Christian men at the Redemption Church. I'll see you there.